The Soulish Podcast. My name is Whitney Apke, and I'm your host. On The Soulish Podcast, we're talking all about the ish of our souls, the ish being negative thought patterns, blockages, and challenges. But we'll also discuss the aha moments, how to deeply connect with ourselves and others, and the breakthroughs, big or small, that we experience in our body, soul, and spirit. We'll dive deep and talk about everything in between, of course. And I'm so excited to share my experiences and thoughts, as well as bring on guests who are thought leaders and truth seekers. It's my desire to uplift, encourage, and inspire you in each podcast. Seven Chakras mini-series. I'm so happy that we are finally here at the live Q&A, meaning that the two-month-long mini-series has concluded that we made it through all seven chakras energy centers, and we are here. So super exciting. And I hope that you enjoyed the journey of going through all the chakras in the first episode, episode 16, and then diving deeper into each chakra and learning how it relates to your body, soul, and spirit, and how you are connected in, in that way, just in each individual energy center and how connected your whole body is with just even that energy center and then how they're all related and connected and how the energy flows between your chakras. And so I hope that you got a lot out of it. I did certainly. And thank you so much for submitting your questions ahead of time. So that way we can at least have some really good solid questions to talk about and for me to share with you what I've discovered. I really go to Carolyn Mace, Joe Dispenza, Tony Robbins, even Oprah, Eckhart Tolle, uh, even the Law of One through Raw, um, that material. I take in everything and my goal is to give you the most applicable truth that you can take it run with it and apply it to your life and use it as a tool so that you can find deeper healing and connectedness within yourself. That is my ultimate goal. So I hope in answering your questions that I do just that, that I can bring more truth to you and give you more application or clarification on certain things. And I am just really excited to dive deep. So let's go ahead and get started. At Jonah Glass asked, What is the truth of the solar plexus chakra? The sacred truth of the solar plexus chakra or third chakra is honor oneself. It's all about being mature and honorable in the relationship that you have with yourself as well as other people, but it's accepting that responsibility for the person that you've become. It's more about oneself. It's not so much about other people, but it can relate to that. But it's all about your development and furthering your development um, of self-esteem and your personality. And it it's basically kind of stepping away or becoming more separate from your tribe, like your family, or maybe it's a group of friends that you identify with. But it's more of finding who you are separate, away from anyone and everything else, and finding just the core of who you are. It's also about like learning how to draw boundaries and that's the whole honoring yourself. Basically finding those strong boundaries that you're going to 
lay down for yourself your personal code of honor? And do you actually honor that? Do you actually hold yourself to that? And it may be that you don't put anyone down or much less that you don't put yourself down. And are you going to hold yourself to that? When you make a mistake, when you fail at something, are you going to say that you're a piece of crap and that you're worth nothing and that you're never going to amount to anything? Or are you going to choose to encourage yourself and say, you know what, let me learn from that. Let me see if I can learn from this lesson or dive deeper into like schoolwork or something like that, if that's where you're at in college or high school. And so it's just about like learning that, but honoring yourself and choosing that those boundaries, those strong boundaries that you've laid for yourself when you've gone into self-discovery, that you end up honoring yourself in that. So that's kind of the truth of the solar plexus chakra. Another question that Jonah Glass asked is, is it even possible to have all chakras clean and open? And how, how are you not obsessed with checking in all the time? I really like this question. I believe, and this is my personal belief, that anything is possible. I truly believe that, yes, you can have all chakras clean and open at all times. You can have that continuous flow up and down through your energy centers. I do think that you can be connected, that you can be flowing freely, that you can have no hindrances, that you can have complete and total freedom. I don't see how that wouldn't be possible. Would it be difficult or would there be many challenges that arise or things that would bring conflict that would come into your space, your energy, your life? Yes, always. That's that's the whole point of life is that it's always going to challenge us. It's always going to raise those questions and cause us to reflect and to look inward and to to learn and grow and and to make decisions that are right for ourselves that honor ourselves or honor other people, honor the world. And so I think it's completely possible. Could it take a long time? Could it take your whole life? Could it just take a couple months or years? I think it all depends. It really really all depends. I I I do believe though that people who choose to be like a nun or a monk who steal away and go away from society culture and they kind of seclude themselves to focus in on cleansing themselves and having that flow and unblocking, unhindering themselves and healing any emotional, mental, physical traumas and memories and things like that. The people that can literally step away from life period and seclude themselves in order to enlighten and to awaken themselves and to experience a deep connected and connectedness and healing. I think those people have an easier time than maybe us who are in the world, in society, constantly have the news, TV, people, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, you know, all of those things basically bombarding us, not to mention work and colleagues and bosses and every opportunity, even grocery store driving can, you know, uh, make us realize we have some things to work on. (laughs) But I think those are all, again, opportunities. So both people and both lifestyles have the opportunity. I just think maybe one has more challenges and one may not. But but all again, it's it's all conditional on the 
person. It's each individual person's journey and and life is so different and unique. And so there is none better or greater or worse or less than anyone else. And that's not what I'm saying. But I think that it it is it is something to say when you seclude yourself. And that may just even be in your daily life that you choose to step away and have a quiet moment of meditation and reflection and affirming yourself, affirming your truth, affirming what you know about yourself, your value, all those things. That is having a monk moment, you know, or a nun moment. That is where you seclude yourself and you steal away time just in your daily life. And I think that's why that's so important because it grounds us, it focuses us, it it causes us to have a different perspective than maybe we would if we just woke up and boom, bang, like went throughout our day. So I think that it's totally possible to have all your chakras clean, open at all times, but it might take a, a little bit to get there. And your journey is your own journey. And that ties into her follow-up question of how do you not be obsessed with checking in and obsessed with making sure that every chakra is, you know, not having any blockages or any hindrances that you're flowing freely. And I think we can get obsessed with anything, especially spirituality and anything to do with that or healing. And because we have the culture that perfection is something to be attained and that this is the standard of perfection, even in spirituality. And that's very much ego because ego says, you know, you have arrived or you have not arrived and you should be more arrived than, than you are. And in order to fit in, and it's all about that survival, social survival. And I guess in this sense, spiritual, social survival. And so you can really battle that and that can hang you up for a little bit and hang you up again. I mean, no one has ever really arrived. Ego is always going to be there. It's just recognizing the voice and becoming really familiar with it, but it's very sneaky because it's your own voice. So I think that not being obsessed is meaning that you are completely present with yourself. You know that you are human. You know that you are on a journey and you know that you are in this place of letting life be the opportunity to check you in and whatever challenge or opportunity comes your way, conflict maybe arises where it, you know, maybe a blocked goal or something like that in your life that you take that as an opportunity to, to stop, pause, reflect, and be present with yourself. That's what I love about Eckhart Tolle's teachings of being present. Really, that is meditation. That is practicing that meditation practice, that, that being present. And I love, um, I, I just love that whole essence. And there's a, a Christian guy called Graham Cook, who I also love, and he has a book, um, and probably audio series and all sorts of stuff. You can most likely find it on YouTube and it's called practicing the presence of God. I really love that material. I mean, it's not so Christiany. So if you're really kind of hesitant against Christianity and that whole, box and filter, that's okay. He's very outside of the box, I would say, but he relates to the universe source as God in the Christian context. But I really like it for understanding I'm practicing the presence of God. I'm practicing the presence of the universe source. I'm present with that energy. I'm present with that purpose. And I'm I'm not going to stray from that ultimate purpose with my own agenda, 
with my own need for accomplishing something, a goal or a expectation in my life, maybe career or relationship or family oriented or just personal in general. And so kind of getting out of your own way and understanding that the ultimate goal is just practicing being present with the universe, that source energy. And that's the whole reason why we have chakras. We are spiritual beings having a temporary human experience. And so the more that we can just be present and understand that we are filtering through this human body. So of course, it's going to take some healing and it's going to take some some learning and and relearning of things in order for us to heal and get connected and to learn how to feel our energy body, how to feel that energy center specifically, and how to feel your energy body, period, and how to get connected with that, how to know when you're in that theta, beta, brainwave state, you know, when you're, when you're meditating and you're clearing out all this negative energy and you're getting into that state of real downloads where you can hear God, the universe source, or you can be connected with that infinite understanding, that infinite consciousness and not be so finite, so small, so you minded, so earth minded. It really helps you to open up and take a step back and see the the whole masterpiece, not just a, a little piece of it, the little corner. So I hope that's helpful in answering that. Just be present. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to obsessively check in. Just like our physical bodies kind of detox throughout the day, so does your energy body. But there are going to be things that get stuck, same as your physical body, that you will feel, right? Same as you do with your physical body. If you get constipated, you feel that, you know? Maybe not quite at first, but after a while, you will feel it. Anybody? Anybody feel that? (laughs) Anybody experienced constipation after travel? (laughs) Okay, I guess I'm the only one. Um, so, So yeah, so you will feel it. So I think it's just getting in tune with that. Sometimes we get used to being energetically or spiritually constipated in our energy centers and where we are used to feeling that block and we've gotten comfortable with that block. And so it's just getting uncomfortable again and understanding like, oh, that's not something I want to live with anymore. I don't want to live with that anxiety or that fear. I don't want to live with that anticipation of everything going wrong, right? So it's kind of getting uncomfortable again with that thing that you've gotten comfortable with because it's been there a while. Hope that's helpful. At Sarah James Carter asked Kundalini, can it skip around the chakras? So I went deep on this and I researched a ton to try to figure out if if it can in fact skip chakras because according to Tantra, and I found this in the yogajournal.com, Kundalini energy rests like a coiled serpent at the base of the spine and the base of the spine. And it, it basically rises from the root chakra. Um, and so it goes alongside the spine through the seven chakras or energy centers to the top of the head and leads to an expanded state of consciousness, right? That's, that's our basic understanding. But this question raises a good point of can it skip around? I'm not sure why you would want it to skip around because this energy is so powerful. It's so influential that you would want to feel it through all energy centers. 
not to, you know, I don't know how else to liken it than to maybe some sort of like when you get the shivers up your spine. But I know when I've experienced the Kudalini awakening, for me, I have had a physical sensation go through my body. It wasn't just energetic, but it also was energetic and not just physical. And I felt so different when I came out of that state. And I really felt like it was a reset And that it was that point where all this pain, all this emotional baggage that I had had and had been dealing with and carrying around, that it it was like almost like there's so much space inside of me now. It it felt so interesting and so different. And it really felt like an energetic or spiritual reset, but it touched all parts of me emotionally, mentally, physically. And so I don't know why you would want it to skip around the chakras, the and that's probably not what Sarah is implying or wanting, but she's just wondering, can it skip? And maybe, maybe that question, because I don't know, I didn't speak with with Sarah, but maybe she's asking because she's felt like maybe it didn't hit a certain area that she needed that energy to flow through. And I don't know how you could have a kundalini experience or awakening or, you know. Uh, enlightenment moment or awakening moment because it it should go through all. And why, why I say that is because in order to have a kundalini awakening, you basically have to have like an emotional reckoning. And that's the beginning process of the kundalini experience. You basically come to terms with yourself and you really start to unpack like years of pent up like energy blocks and emotional baggage that has prevented you from having this experience and being in the present. It's, it's really like how, how you go ahead and you, you process your baggage and it's laying it out on the table and saying, have at it, you know, I don't want it anymore. You can, you can take it. I'm good. And so You can feel some physical symptoms such as waking up at random hours of the night or sweating or crying or even literally having an intense rush of energy going up your spine, which I felt personally. But there's all different kinds of different ways that it's very tailored to each individual person. So I'm not sure why Sarah asked this question, but from all the research that I found, it was really clear that it it goes through all chakras. And that is why it's such a powerful experience because it literally touches all centers of you all the way up. And it is so cleansing and it's so liberating. That's probably the best word. Like you literally feel like you're totally free from the inside out. So it's a really powerful experience. And I didn't really, to be honest, I really didn't even know that that was a kundalini experience when I had it. I just thought that I had a huge major breakthrough and, and I didn't even know really what chakras were yet. I knew I was a spiritual being having a physical temporary experience here on earth, but I didn't, I didn't have the knowledge of chakras yet or Kundalini or anything like that. And so I just thought, wow, like I really 
unblocked a whole lot of ish. And I really had a moment of freedom and liberation and giving it up to God, source, the universe, and just saying, have at it because I'm tired of carrying this. I am totally present with myself. I get why I've carried this and I get why I've hung on to it. And, but I don't want to anymore have at it. So it was a really powerful personal experience and everyone is different. Maybe, maybe it's not that you have all this stuff that you needed healing with or that you were ready to let go of. It could be that you just had one tiny little block and boom. And a lot of people go into the Kundalini experience or awakening, uh, just from chanting, Sometimes it's just a long meditation or a specific meditation or chant that they do, a mantra that they speak, and boom, there they are. So not for everybody is it a long, arduous process of, you know, bringing out all your emotional, mental life baggage. But for some people, it does require that in order for them to be fully unblocked, because that's the whole point of it, is to be fully unblocked and to awaken your consciousness, to connect all energy centers. That's the purpose of the Kundalini energy and the awakening. I hope that was helpful. Okay. I'm going to try to say this and not sound like an idiot at Nomag sorrow asked, how can I align myself to where I can overcome my fears, let go and strengthen my intuition? I love this question. Really? When I read this question, I I immediately thought of the root and sacral and even solar plexus chakras, but specifically the root, which is the first chakra, and the sacral, which is the second, because fears are typically centered around our safety and security, and that could be physical, emotional, and mental, and spiritual. And the first chakra is the foundation of emotional and mental health. And the second chakra is your center of personal power, creativity, sexuality, and finances. And issues of physical survival control and one-on-one relationships are at the core of that energy center. So any fears that you need to overcome and, and let go or strengthen your intuition, which intuition comes from your third eye and can even flow through your heart and Um, throat chakra, because really the heart has a lot of intuition as well. But the third eye is kind of that hub of the wisdom and intuition. And so in order for you to access that or to have that flow through your heart chakra down into your sacral and root chakras and heal those energy centers where fear, anxiety may be um, circling around and that that you really need to let go and you need to strengthen, you know, your sense of security and safety, then I would definitely focus on your root chakra and on your sacral chakra and unblocking those. And the the episodes that are about the root and sacral chakra, so I think that's episode 17 and 18, those are really good episodes for you so that that way or in anybody else who's dealing with this as well, because I give self-examination questions at the end of every single episode. And that's for this purpose exactly that you can go ahead and you can listen to it and gather all the information and then have those self-examination questions so that that way you can reflect and pause and take a moment Ask yourself those questions and see if anything pops up for you that you may need to either forgive someone or forgive yourself 
or let go or or just choose to to move forward past something that maybe happened to you that was a really painful experience. So those two episodes are definitely perfect for this question. And those self-examination questions are really, really good to help you to let go and to strengthen those energy centers and let them be balanced so that then you can strengthen your intuition. But it's maybe not even strengthening your intuition. It's just being able to feel that intuition hit those places in your energy body. Because again, the heart is that gateway chakra and energy center. So everything from your root up goes through and passes through your heart, throat, and then to your third eye, right? And your crown. But the third eye is that hub of intuition and wisdom. And so if your heart chakra is blocked, if your throat chakra is blocked, then your third eye can't pass through those chakras in order to touch your solar plexus, your sacral, your root. So you need to make sure that you're balanced and that there's nothing that you need to heal or let go of or unblock uh, so that that way you're not hindered in any way and you can have that flow of energy and that intuition, that wisdom, which says, you know, that that all things are one and, and understanding that and understanding that you need to honor honor oneself, honor one another and that love is is the most powerful energy it's the most powerful thing on the planet and and what that means to you in your life and how that applies to you loving yourself and loving the world loving other people and so that wisdom that intuition that knowledge can then pass through you instead if that wasn't the case you would be somebody who's super resentful super closed off doesn't trust anyone, doesn't even trust yourself, and you're not open to connecting, you're not open to relating, you don't trust anybody, and you're basically like that hermit that builds a wall between you and the world because the world hurt you and offended you, and keeps it keeps on happening. And so you are not willing to open yourself up or to talk or relate or connect in any way. You want nothing to do with anyone and you loathe yourself and you loathe your existence. And that's no way to live life, right? So I think part of the process is realizing, okay, if I have a twinge of that, then I need to forgive whether it's myself, my imperfections, my process, my journey, I need to reckon with that. I need to forgive myself. I need to be honest with myself. And then I need to go ahead and give that up. And, you know, I come from a Christian background, so it was always give it up to God, right? That's what everyone said in church. Give it up to God. Give it up to God. But now in my spiritual practice, I realize that I'm giving this up to infinity. Infinity knows all things and it never ends. The knowledge, the learning, the expansion never stops. We never stop expanding. We never stop awakening. We are always learning. We are on a continuous journey is what I believe. And so for me, I realized, you know what? I have a real finite perspective and I'm seeing a speck in the whole masterpiece of the universe, infinity, and what my my existence even means and what it relates to for all of existence and time and space continuum, right? <laughs> so for me, I realized this is such a big issue for me in my life right now. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But I realized that there is so much more to learn and to know. And so I'm going to give this 
up in the sense of I may not fully understand this today or tomorrow or ever in my life, but I trust that there is a truth that transcends time and that one day I will or one existence I will. And I trust that I don't need to know everything in order to be free or in order to have faith that there is a purpose in my life and why something happened to me that was wrong or mean or cruel. Um, I, I know that there's so much more than that experience. And I, I really try to honor myself and not beat myself up for either putting myself in, in a situation that I was compromised or I allowed something to happen. And I, I try to really give up the need to beat myself up for the mistakes. I'm really good at that. I don't know if anybody else is really good at beating themselves up, but I am. So I really try to let go and, and overcome that need for perfection and for also justice and right and wrong. Sometimes we won't get fully, what is that called? Vindicated. (laughs) We won't fully have experienced justice, but we can always work towards it and and honor each other and honor ourselves. So I hope that is helpful to you. Um, No mog sorrow. (laughs) I hope that is helpful to you and that um, you can definitely go back to those episodes uh, 17 and 18 talking about the root and sacral chakra and go into those self-examination questions and anyone else who has any questions around that as well of how you can align yourself and overcome something in regards to fears and feeling that lack of safety and security, whether physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual. So the live Q&A is concluded, but this conversation does not have to end here. So if you have any other questions or anything came up for you in this live Q&A, you can totally comment in any of the posts on any of the episodes in the Instagram and Facebook, and I will do my best to answer as, as quick as possible, but I might take time to research and stuff like that in order to give you as much truth that I can find as possible. And I, I just want to give the disclaimer, I am not you know, the end all be all, um, definitely not. I'm still on my journey of understanding, but this is what I know now. And I hope that it's really helpful to you and that it encourages you to go out and do the research and to learn more about the chakras, the energy centers and how you're connected because it's all about us understanding ourselves and understanding each other. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to be here with me. I'm so happy that we're here together on this journey and I'm so excited for what the future holds for you and I. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Soulish is not only a podcast, but a community where we can relate to each other and support each other in our soul journeys. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I am soulish.